MTV um, called me up and it cut me a check. Welcome to CCW Talks. This is media director Cecil Sharp with a wonderful guest for you guys today. He is the 450-pound monster. He is West Virginia's big-time pro wrestling's heavyweight champion. He is the best big man in the business, CCW's very own, the Jurassic juggernaut, Vince Steele. Welcome, Vince. How are you feeling today? Thank you for having me, Dave. I'm feeling very, feeling very helpful today. Like, you know, it's good, good to hear from the wrestling world. <laughs> yeah, 100%. We're all stuck in our homes. Uh, we're all looking at old matches, classic matches, and, and I know everyone's dying to get back into the ring. Yeah. So 450 pounds, um, Vince, uh, and it's kind of the small wrestler era. You know, how, how do you navigate having matches with guys who sometimes are one-third your, your size? Well, I've been, I've been dealing with that for the past 20 years. I've been in the business for almost 20 years. Um, right, right when the smaller guy stuff pretty much started. And, you know, I've been, I've been dealing with that. I've been able to flow with the punches and stay in it. So, um, you know, dealing with smaller men, you know, you just got to pace and that pace is quick and stick and move and I guess as I could do in the ring I can also stick and move yeah we you know we we've seen that in uh, um, in your matches at CCW uh, it's a great dynamic to, dynamic to play off of um, definitely you know you're that big monster and and how do they how do they you know chop you down so uh, absolutely you know to as the wrestlers get smaller I mean it makes you look even bigger right yeah, true that. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, uh, recently you had a clip go viral of you doing a coast to coast. Take me through that. Uh, what went through your mind when you were doing that? That was uh, that was several years ago, and um, I, I I've done it before where I actually hit it successfully. This time, I guess um, I was a little too tired during the match and. I decided to just take flight anyway and hope for the best, and it didn't go my way. I ended up still eliminating my opponent and still winning that match, but, you know, it didn't look good <laughs> while I was doing it. Yeah, you know, but I'm, I'm sure it brought you, you know, brought some good attention to you as well, you know. Yes, um, actually, um, MTV um, called me up and it cut me a check for the for the clip. So I'm kind of happy about that. <laughs> yeah, so, so it was well worth it. Then <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. Yes. So there is a uh, um, a new new wrestler. He's starting in uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling in a few weeks. Hopefully, when this epidemic ends, uh, he's six foot four, three hundred fifty pounds. He has never wrestled once before. Uh, you know what would oh, be wow. some of your yeah? What would be some of your advice? He's he's eighteen years old. Uh, what would be some of your your advice to him? Uh, now that he's just fresh starting in the business. Well, since he has one of the best teachers out there with Pablo Marquez, I can totally see him being, uh, I guess, a 
younger generation of Bubba Finch still being able to move around and fast and all that. And my advice to them is just listen and absorb all the information that you're able to get. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, um, you know, of course, he's getting a great start at the uh, Coastal Championship Wrestling uh, training facility. So there's no doubt that uh, uh, Pablo Marquez, with his years of experience, will, will push him into the right direction as well. Bugs Moran, the man of the land here. I used to be just a hobo, but now I'm a hobo with a wrestling championship, and that's all because of CCW. Come join us at CCW Training Facility. It is the longest-running professional wrestling school and promotion in Florida. Located in sunny Fort Lauderdale, training available for professional wrestlers, managers, referees, announcers, valets, and much, much more. Call or text 954-548-5779 to start your wrestling journey. As head trainer Pablo Marquez says, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Again, call 954-548-5779. Vince, you're a family man. Um, how do you balance being a, a dad with also being the Jurassic Juggernaut? Oh man, Every, everything I do professionally is for my children. I'm, I'm following a dream of mine, but you know, the rewards are for, for, for the kids. So I pretty much do what I do. My motivation in this sport and what I do outside the sport is for my children. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we can see that because there's there's almost two Vinces. You know, there's the Vince at home, uh, who's the dad, and then of course there's uh, Vince in the ring, who's uh, you know, uh, out to destroy uh, Cha Cha Charlie. Uh, tell me a little bit about the angle that you and Cha Cha have been running over the last uh, almost a year now, right? Yeah, it's been been about a year. Um, you know, pretty much. Um, I I I totally felt like I wouldn't be able to get a fair shake as him being um CCW champion, and I, I I can say now that that my idea of doing what I did to him keeping him away from the company for, for over three months was pretty kind of, you know, overdoing it. But when when he when he stuck his nose in my business with um with with Striker Ramirez, the champion at the time, I uh, I I couldn't take it anymore and I had to tell him. Yeah, it was a uh, it was pretty shocking uh when you turned on uh on your friend Cha Cha. Uh, and you've had a couple matches now. It doesn't feel like the uh, uh, feud is 100% ended, though. So do you feel like uh, uh, there's a couple matches left, or, or you want just one definitive uh, match? What are your thoughts? You know what? The last time we faced each other back in December, I, I, I came out with a W, but I wasn't satisfied with the win. And I know Cha-Cha wasn't satisfied losing to me when I made him break out of character of being such a good, wholesome person, for him to get so angry and to beat me with a chair, you know, that, 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 that's, you know, I kind of, I, I kind of feel responsible for that. And I brought that side of Cha-Cha out. And I do believe we at least have one more, one more match. And it should be that's it and no more. Because right now we're tied one to one, me and Cha Cha. You know, this is the rubber match, and we should 
um, CCW management needs to come up with an idea or something make this come true for when this pandemic is over I could take Cha Cha Charlie out and then get my focus back onto what's important and that's that CCW heavyweight championship yeah, that's great. I mean, uh, um, uh, you you mentioned Striker, but uh, the uh, six foot two, three hundred pound um, agony. Um, you know, he won the title at uh, the sixteenth year anniversary show. A lot of people are talking about that's a match that they want to see. Four hundred fifty pound Vince Steele versus three hundred pound Agony. Um, you know, what do you have to say to Agony now that he's a world champion? Hold to the title as tight as he can, because when I get my opportunity. It's going to be taken from them. Awesome. I mean, I think I think a lot of people are very uh, excited to hear uh, of that match as a possibility down the line. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely something that we see here. Um, to talk a little bit about you know current wrestling, you know, how do you feel about the the current product? WrestleMania 36 was a few weeks ago, and uh, it was held at the Performance Center with no crowd. Um, how do you feel? Do you see the wrestling? Obviously, once the pandemic comes back, you know, how has wrestling changed in the 20 years that you've been in the business? Oh wow, it's been a lot more money and less less. I guess how you say it, less input. I don't know if you understand that, like. Um, a lot of guys are making a lot of money, but they're not making the same sacrifices as they were doing for when a lot of people got into wrestling during like the attitude era and stuff. And um, the current product, man, is it's very iffy to me right now. Um, that's why I'm kind of happy that AEW became what it is today, and hopefully they'll be able to bring up and be that strong number two to bring that competition to WWE and then all of us can start making more money. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you there. You know, uh, you know, do you feel like it's kind of gotten away from like a, a sports feel? Do you mean, or, or do you mean like, uh, just too much, um, too much storyline, not enough good wrestling? Like, uh, how would you say that, that the problem to, is to me, there's not a, to me, there's not enough storylines. There's nothing engaging the fans. That's why the sure. viewership has been going down. You know, um, you got all these all these possibilities. They really need to let the guys, you know, take the ball and, and try to make something out of it now. Since there's nothing else to lose right now, and have the guys run with the ball and really create create magic like they like like, like all the other wrestlers have done in the past. Yeah, I think uh, I, I think I understand what you mean in, in regards to the input. You know, where sometimes in the past wrestlers had a little more input. Where now there's a, a team in at least in the world wrestling entertainment, there's a team of writers in the way. There's a lot of different stuff going on. So I can kind of I get what you're saying. And and of course with AEW, to me, uh, it's been it's been a, a godsend for professional wrestling in general. Yeah, and then and then the thing about the writers, these are people maybe some straight out of college, never been in a real fight. You know, right. that's why they should have somebody on top of, of I guess, like the, the supervisor of the writers, someone that's been in the business, someone who's been in real fights, who choreographs even better fights or whatever, like things like that. So they can all have a, a solid system where they can, they can produce real good TV because that's what's lacking right now. Everything is all about some sci-fi now and all this other stuff. Wrestling, wrestling went, was on that stage. Now, our biggest competition is AEW and UFC. 
So our best bet is to make these fights a lot more entertaining. I, I think you hit a, a great point. Is um, with the with the the ma- more mainstream appeal now of uh, UFC, I think what's happening is people are seeing realistic promos. So you know, a guy like Masvidal or you know Conor McGregor, in a way, uh, they'll make up they'll they'll do a promo that's wonderful and it's realistic. Uh, and then when you see a scripted promo uh, on WWE, it just doesn't even make sense. So I, I, I think I, I agree with you 100%. You, know, you need to be more realistic in the wrestling and in the, uh, especially in the promos. And having someone to supervise would be a, that would be a wonderful idea. Talking about uh, supervision, my advertising supervisors, uh, let me know. I need to cut to a commercial to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Boca Stone Design will create the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. Countertops of all types, granite, quartz, porcelain, and more. Cabinets and tile with amazing quality and service with affordable pricing. Call now for a free estimate, 561-362-2085. Licensed, bonded, and insured. Remember, Boca Stone Design. 3601 North Dixie Highway, Boca Raton, Florida, 33431. Call 561-362-2085. But uh, uh, you, did you see the Boneyard match? What did you think about the Boneyard match and then the uh, Firefly Funhouse? Everybody's talking about it. I don't, I, I don't know why everybody has a problem with it. What did they expect? It wasn't have a live crowd there. You had to expect something um, um, cinematic to go on. Sure. And I actually thought it was very... I thought how, how they explained the story and everything. And then I was also heard that, that Bray Wyatt, for his match, he was heavy influence in the match. Like, right. uh, by telling stories and stuff. That's, that was very entertaining. Those were the best two matches of the night. And then the, the other two matches that, that was wrestling-based was the female matches and Daniel Bryan's match were the only ones that were very entertaining uh, that, I, that I got into, even though they, they didn't need a crowd. Yeah, I loved I, – it's funny. You could tell that you know uh, Daniel Bryan has worked in front of smaller crowds because he just, he just made – he upped the intensity in the match so much. So with no crowd, you could just hear the slaps over and over and over. And I thought that was – that was genius. That's exactly what you should do because, you know, before you don't hear it as much because you have fans there. Now you had the ability to showcase it. I mean, I thought the Daniel Bryan match was genius. I agree. I thought the Firefly Funhouse match was uh, genius. And I thought the Boneyard match was like, um, it was like watching the Terminator. You know, it was great. And uh, it, it ended uh, It ended a feud, you know. So it, I thought I thought all good things, you know, they did the best for what they could do. Again, 20 years in the business. Um, obviously, there's a lot of plans going forward for Coastal Championship Wrestling. But what are some of your plans uh, over the next, you know, three, four, five years for Vince Steele? Um, I pretty much want to travel the world um, as an independent wrestler. Um, pretty much, I, I, I like to, you know, um, just see the different the different worlds that 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 are into wrestling and and different cultures and stuff. That's my next plan. But um. If ever opportunity that he comes knocking or AEW or Ring of Honor and they offer me a contract, I'm definitely going to give that a shot also. 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, having a national company or an international company, um, you know, looking for someone at 450 pounds, uh, you're tall, you, you have a lot of, of, of size and ability and experience. So uh, I'm sure that you're definitely someone who can can contribute to, you know, Ring of Honor, AEW, WWE, Impact, uh, all these companies, uh, 100%. Um, tell me a little bit uh, um, about how we can get a hold of you for those independent bookings and some of your social media. Where can we find uh, the Jurassic Juggernaut Vince Steele on social media? You can find me on Facebook.com, Vince Steele, or the Jurassic Juggernaut. Um, Instagram is still Vince. Um, I'm not really a Twitter guy, so I don't use Twitter at all. And um, that's also you get a hold of me for bookings and everything like that. You just hit me on, hit me on my on my inbox, and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Vince, we love, uh, uh, and I'll definitely make sure that those uh, those uh, those social medias and uh, a booking email uh, on the show notes um, for you guys to be able to book the Jurassic Juggernaut, but also to make sure you follow him so you can watch his matches. Um, but, uh, uh, Vince, we love road stories here at CCW Talks. Uh, give us one. Oh, wow. Um, I can tell you a real good one. Well, I went out to West Virginia about um, six months ago. <laughs> um, we rented out a, a motel in um, Ohio. And... Um, you know, I, I checked in. I um, so they had they had a sign on the window saying they're not responsible for people breaking in and stealing stuff that's in the room. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna take my stuff and you know leave it in the car when I go to the show. I bring everything back in when I go back inside. So we're done with the show and everything, and uh, um, I go I go back in my I go back into my room. Um, come to find out that um, someone else rented out my room to a different person. Oh my so goodness! I go, yeah, I have the key and everything. I go right in and open the door, ready to you know go go to bed. And I hear a big scream and a butt naked guy on the bed. And I'm like, oh my god, what's going on? Yeah, that's insane. Especially someone your size. I'm sure it's scary. You know, you're completely naked. And then uh, a huge guy comes in. So uh, how did you, how did you, uh, uh, what did you do after that? Well, I was literally, it wasn't, it wasn't too long after I left the promoter. Called the promoter up, don't know what happened. And I ended up um, staying, staying the night at his place. I got my money back from my room and, <laughs> and that was about it. That's great. Yeah, I'm glad, uh, you know, the police were not called or nobody shot you. You know, West Virginia is pretty lax gun laws for sure. <laughs> Well, they were pretty lucky. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't throw a swing at anybody. <laughs> of course, yeah. And uh, uh, you know, talking about that, you know, you uh, um, you're flying all around. I mean, do you ever have any trouble? You know, flying on airplanes uh, is uncomfortable. You know, the, as such a big guy, um, you know, to to fly on airplanes and then you know, uh, uh, if some a promoter comes and picks you up in a smaller car or something like that, does that ever happen to you? Um, not the small car thing, because everybody usually knows that I'm a big guy. But the planes, yeah, I I only have one one um one favorite airline, and that would be JetBlue, because they are boomier than most other airlines. Everybody else is like all cramping and stuff. Yeah, it is the worst airline ever. It's a big yellow bus with wings. That's what <laughs> I call it. 
I, I agree. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, American Airlines have all uh, uh, decreased their their seat sizes. It seems like they just keep decreasing the seat sizes. You know, spirited. They don't even recline the chair. It's like a plastic. Uh, so it's it's just a pain, you know. So I can imagine uh, for you, it's it's just difficult. Uh, so it's good, you know. But it's good that you're you know you you have your your preference for a roomier airline and and uh, it's important. Yeah, but if they, if, they end up, if they end up booking they book me in a regular airline, I usually get I usually get lucky and and get boost, boosted up to the first class. Right. So that's why I usually don't complain. I usually convince them to put me in first class, and then you know everything in first class, everything's included, so I get everything. Absolutely, yeah. That that's that's the best way to fly for sure, hundred uh, percent. Awesome. So uh, you know, out, out of uh, all the wrestlers in, in Coastal Championship Wrestling, we know that you have uh, uh, your issues with Cha Cha Charlie. We know that you're eyeing the CCW World Heavyweight Championship with Agony. Are there any other people that you look for for some uh, potential future matches? Uh, I would like another Bull Austin. Um, you know, um, a lot of them are. are from the CCW school, so they're all they're, they're all very talented people. Um, I give them all, but Will Austin is another one I, I, I want to go at it with again. Pretty much, I would like to go through to the whole roster. Let's, awesome. let's be honest. And I would like to get my hands with Pablo Marquez one time. Me and Pablo Marquez in Rock House together. Yeah, that's a dream match. Yeah, that would be great. You know, and uh, um, I know that uh, Pablo has been talking about you know wrestling more. Uh, he's excited uh, to get in the ring, so I don't think it's a stretch to to see Vince Steele and Pablo Marquez in the near future. I love it. Well, awesome, Vince. Uh, I'm sure we're going to have you back soon. Uh, we definitely want to be getting. We definitely want to get back in the ring uh, and see some wrestling. Um, obviously. Uh, the next big show is June 6th, Summer Glory, 2020. Uh, but we don't know. We don't know when wrestling's going to come back. We don't know when uh, uh, shows are going to come back. Uh, so it's currently on, but we're we're not 100% sure. And we'd love to see the uh, Jurassic Juggernaut, Vince Steele. Uh, Vince, thanks again so much, and we'll be speaking to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. We have a great, you have a great evening. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Thank you.